Life can be dull, boring, and incredibly inspiring all at once. We as everyday people experience so many of the same things in life, and that monotony sometimes leads to us living lives that are largely average. But here's the thing that I realized some time ago. My life could and should be everything I wanted to be, if only I can get out of my own way. I am Charles McGill, and this is Board Optimist. In a brand new podcast, Charles McGill, former principal turned serial entrepreneur, chronicles his journey towards success from a refreshing, realistic, yet hopeful point of view. I am really optimistic about the future, your future, and the future of our children. But if I'm being completely honest, sometimes I think we all might just be kidding ourselves. I mean, I could really become a millionaire if only I put my mind to it, right? Well, let's see. Join me on this journey to the top. Board Optimist with Charles McGill. Hello, everyone, um, and welcome to uh, my first official podcast. I'm really excited about doing this. Um, I have to let you know I was a little bit apprehensive, wasn't really sure uh, how this thing would go, um, and also have not figured out all the kinks yet, like uh, controlling for background noise because my kids are in the background. <laughs> um, got two boys, um, three-year-old and a two-year-old, um, and actually have... Um, some other kids from a, another marriage, three girls, beautiful girls, but they don't stay with me all the time. So anyway, just kind of uh, getting into a little bit of my story. There's so much, there's so many layers, there's so many things um, to share with you and talk to you about. Uh, but in particular, I want to focus on um, my road to entrepreneurship. And in particular, uh, this podcast with this about, you know, me being a former principal um, now a serial entrepreneur. Um, I'm very new, very new in this journey. Um, we are in um, November and early November, uh, November 2nd to be exact is when I'm recording this. And, um, you know, I had uh, actually stopped being a principal as of July 1st. So it's only been uh, about five months. And um, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about, you know, how I got here. Um, and so really, uh, the job as a principal is a, uh, really difficult job. I don't think a lot of people really understand the weight of that role. Um, I certainly didn't. Um, I started off as a middle school math teacher, um, in Miami, uh, through Teach for America and really enjoyed, um, teaching and, um, and just being around kids and seeing them develop. Um, and and having an opportunity to change their lives uh, through education. Um, it's an honor to even be a part of, you know, their story. And so wanted to expand my impact. I looked into getting into leadership. And so made some moves and made some decisions and got myself into um, leadership. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, I was just really stressed out, <laughs> just to put it frank. Um stressed out. I mean, it's funny because like, you know, when the president, um, I remember when Barack Obama became president, uh, you could actually see him aging. Um, you could see the gray hairs coming. Um, and people would say, you know, it's the stress of the job. And 
Um, I had never experienced anything like that. And uh, it, it might have been coincidental just based on the age I was at. But I really do feel like those uh, years that I was a principal really aged me. I, could, I had more gray hairs. I was losing my hair more rapidly. I was gaining weight. Um, just stressed. Um, working really long hours. Not spending enough time with my kids. Um, and, you know, what really was happening, too, is that while I was working really hard for the school community, um, I just didn't feel appreciated. There was not not a lot of appreciation. Um, and, you know, there's different reasons for that. Um, uh, not to say that all principals aren't appreciated, because there certainly are some that are appreciated. But, um, you know, it, it depends on a lot of different factors. And I came into a very um, strange situation um, in my role. Um, so... I didn't really feel appreciated for all the things that I was doing for the school and didn't feel valued. Um, and I felt like I had a kind of a glass ceiling above me, um, even though I felt like I could definitely do more um, and expand my impact. There wasn't a lot of opportunity in that particular organization um, for me for various reasons. Um, so, you know, internally, I was just kind of going through this um, really trying time where I was really just afraid of losing everything. I had worked so hard to become a principal and make the money that I was making and provide the quality of life that I had um, provided for my family. And, you know, just the idea of uh, continuing down that road um, in terms of being principal was um, was difficult. There were some, some challenges I was experiencing as principal. Um, it wasn't really... Um, you know, feeling like the, I had the support that I needed. Um, and I just didn't feel super successful all the time, even though um, there were definitely indicators uh, that I was successful. It just didn't feel that way. Uh, so I was having a lot of internal struggles. I had, you know, my pride was bruised just because I just felt like um, I should be received uh, differently. Um, I felt like sometimes, you know, at the, on the other end, that I was, wasn't good enough. Um and then also I was just really um, unsure about what I could do next in terms of um, the next job that would pay me the same. Um, I had established a certain, you know, quality of life and lifestyle for my family. So externally things were looking good and I wanted to keep that up. Um, and I didn't want to, you know, end up transitioning out and then uh, basically losing everything. Um, didn't want to, you know, look defeated. Um because I had made some decisions to walk away from uh, principalship. And so things like that just kind of, um, you know, were weighing on me. Um, and so, uh, you know, it just got to a point where um, there was not a lot of agreement uh, between me and the um, uh, superintendent. Um, and so, uh, it, it, you know, long story short, I ended up losing my job. So I lost my job um, and it was really, really hard um, emotionally for me, really uh, taxing uh, on me emotionally. I um, had never lost a job before. I, I had always been someone who excelled and excelled really well at everything I did. And so um, for me to be at a place where, you know, I wasn't being received and um, even though, you know, things were improving and there's. Uh, actual data points that things were improving um, in terms of, you know, quality of learning and the school and 
all the things that principles are typically measured measured around um, were going well, but it just didn't seem like people could see me. Um, and so I ended up losing my job and I was forced with the decision to, you know, kind of continue to work in education and, you know, pursue another principal job somewhere else um, or to really take a leap of faith and to um, do something that, uh, quite frankly, my wife and um, mother and um, uh, biological mother and, you know, I say biological mother because my stepmother um, raised me. Uh, my biological mother recently came back into my life, so I distinguished the two. But pretty much all the all the people in my life that really love me and care about me were really excited about the idea of me becoming an entrepreneur. They felt like this was something that I had should have done a long time ago. Um, that I would be a great entrepreneur. That they couldn't see me really working for someone very long. I remember even hearing like some kind of like numerology type of like reading about that about how I was, you know, someone who was meant to be an entrepreneur. And I just, I never really could see it. I never really thought that it was for me um, just because I, I have uh, like a total of five kids um, and, you know, a wife uh, to support. And there's so many people depending on me. I'm just, I, I just, I just felt like I couldn't be unstable. And entrepreneurship just seemed so much like a risk, a big risk uh, to me. Um, but um I realized that, you know, my dreams are my dreams are really big and I have really, really lofty goals when it comes to who I want to be, who I want to become. And I realized that there was no way, there was just no way that I could become um, the wealthy individual that I know I should be, the person that I see in my dreams um, by working for someone else. Just no way to do it. Um, there would always be that glass ceiling. Um, it would always look like you could do something, but... It, you'd be blocked um, one way or another. And I knew I had the talent. I knew I had the knowledge and the experience to be my own boss. Um, I think the principalship really showed me how well I could be a boss. Um, and uh, in terms of just like, um, you know, doing the work. Um, and, you know, I, I just, <laughs> I got to a place where I was just like, you know what? I might as well take the leap. You might as well take the leap. I, re I remember uh, hearing about, you know, so many different motivational speakers and different motivational things uh, where they just talk about taking that leap, taking that jump, you know, and you got to just, you got to do it. Um, you just got to take the jump. And so I took the jump. And uh, the first thing I did, I decided to, because uh, I'm the kind of person that works uh, smarter, not harder. I, I, I want to kind of, you know, get the fast track if I can. Um, and so what I did was, um, my biological mother actually has a daycare that was, uh, fairly successful, um, award-winning. And, uh, what I did was I decided to just, you know, copy her model. Um, we ended up running a house around the corner from her. That's the exact same floor plan. And I said, I just want to just look at your model of what you're doing and copy that and, you know, do that with my wife. My wife was really encouraging and she wanted to to do this. Um, so we opened up a preschool in our home um, and it's been going really well. Um, we opened up a preschool um, and the goal is for us to uh, basically have two sister sites. Um, my mom running 
the daycare, us running the preschool, we're under the same umbrella, the same name. And uh, eventually uh, what we will do is we will open up a center in the area. That is the goal. And so um, what I'm doing is working really hard on preparing us operationally, um, our HR, our financing, and um, my wife and my uh, biological mother are playing the role of directors uh, running their sites. And I'm kind of like, you know, the superintendent kind of overseeing things and making sure that we're... um, you know, doing the best we can for kids. And what I found is that there's just a huge need. Um, there's a huge need out there for quality daycare. And I'm so excited that we're able to help out the families that we're helping. Um, but, you know, um, although I was really excited, I have to admit <laughs> the first month did not go well. Uh, the first month of business, we had no kids, like zero. Um, we... <laughs> We kind of use like traditional methods of advertising, you know, flyers, and you know, I was just kind of doing all the things that people were suggesting, kind of walk, you know, walking around doing flyers, you know, um, posting up at the Walmart, and just kind of, um, you know, trying to make people aware of our business and what we were doing. But there was just nothing going on, and um, this was hard because um, you know we have bills due. Never, no checks coming in, um, and I thought I had you know a little bit of savings. It wasn't enough, you know. Like most people, uh, living paycheck to paycheck, and you know, although I was making pretty good money, five kids, a lot of kids, <laughs> so a lot of money was going out as well. And so uh, I didn't want to get too far behind, and you know, it was just really, really stressful. Um, because, you know, we, we needed to have kids. We needed kids in there in order to make money. And we had nothing, um, no kids coming in. Um, and so what I decided to do, because I was listening to all the traditional ways of going about business, um, this business in terms of advertising, and I said, you know what? I don't think that people do that anymore. I don't think that the traditional way of kind of like picking up a flyer or, you know, looking at um, poster boards to find childcare is the way people do it. I think they go on the internet. And so what I decided to do was use my skills. I have some some decent skills when it comes to uh, um, being on the internet. And, and, and so I decided just to, you know, do what I know. And I started a social media campaign on Facebook, Instagram, and Google. And it was just really short, nothing, you know, all crazy, but just, a, you know, an image and um, some copy, you know, basically just some some words describing what we're, that we're open and that we're, you know, what we're, what we're offering. And I kid you not, within two weeks of me starting this ad, uh, we were able to fill up our daycare, um, our preschool. And not only fill up our preschool, but we also were able to get, um, uh, help my mother uh, fill up her daycare. And then um, we actually now at this point have a wait list. <laughs> uh, we have a wait list of parents um that are waiting to join um, our community. And it's amazing because um, even though um, I have turned off the ads, I, I don't really run any kind of advertising anymore. We just have a presence online. We are still actively getting uh, phone calls and emails uh, each week for uh, people inquiring about childcare. And it's been amazing um, because, you know, after, um, you know, having no kids and having, uh, basically, we're having too many, uh, too many um, inquiries. 
it's it's really a, a huge turnaround. And I credit really just internet marketing for that, uh, which was really eye-opening for me. Um, and so, you know, after a couple of months of us being in business, we're, we're actually financially stable, um, which is good. Um, and then once we were able to increase our capacity, probably at the, by the first of the year, we'll be able to do that. Um, I'll be, you know, netting what I was netting as a principal. Um, actually, you know, my wife will, cause she, she runs it, she runs the daycare, but our household will be able to. So, um, pretty, pretty amazing stuff. Um, um, pretty, um, excited about this and how, um, it has really just opened up my eyes to what is possible when it comes to the internet, when it comes to internet marketing, when it comes to, um, building campaigns, um, and, and really, um, so what I learned was that, you know, I don't have to have a job, um, that I, that my family can actually be supported, uh, through, um, entrepreneurship, through our own skills, like what we can offer. Um, I'm always, always been an educator, uh, well, for a while now. And I feel like I've, it's my calling is to educate and I educate in different ways. And sometimes it's, you know, math or, um, you know, around, uh, instructional coaching and, how to make a teacher better, but also it could be other things. And I've learned that I'm just um, someone who likes to teach and likes to impart knowledge and make the world better through that. And there's a business for that. There's a business model for that, um, a huge one, actually. And I am really excited about um, what all of this means uh, for me uh, as an individual and also for my family. And, you know, I am inviting you on this journey. Um, I am inviting you to... Uh, come with me on this journey as I continue to learn and put myself out there and try to go around, grow my businesses. I have several different ones that I am um, starting and launching and a, and a part of and partnering with and just really excited. I didn't you know, realize until I started to, to do this that there were so many people who kind of saw me as someone that could help them. And so part of me you know, growing myself is also I'm helping others with their marketing and, and um and their uh, internet presence. And it's just really exciting because, um, you know, I just didn't think that this was something that um, I'd be doing. Um, I thought I would be a principal for years and years and years and kind of just, you know, ride into the sunset um, that way. But God has something else planned for me, uh, something different. And I'm really excited and open to um, sharing that with the world. And so I want you to be with me on my journey because I my goal is to go all the way to the top. Like I don't I don't plan to just you know support my family by replacing my income. I plan on you know becoming a multimillionaire. That is the goal. Um, I plan on having multiple streams of income um, and various uh, my hands in various things. Um, I really consider myself a serial entrepreneur because not only do I have um, the dream of uh, starting multiple companies, but also helping others to make the world better. And so um, I do understand that this is uh, going to take a lot of hard work, a lot of discipline. It's really um, making me think about everything that I'm doing in my life and how I spend my time, how I, how I you know, make the best use of time. Um, you know, sometimes we say we don't have enough time, but then, you know, we, if we think about it, we were able to watch an entire season of Power or... <laughs> Or, you know, an entire season of uh, Top Boy, um, no problem. You know, Netflix uh, stays uh, being used while we also don't have enough time. And so um, I'm really starting to really evaluate that and look at everything in my life and 
Um, this whole experience has really transformed me. Um, I feel like into someone that I've been wanting to be for some time. And so I'm not there yet, not, not at all, not close to being complete. I definitely have not arrived. We still are very much in the early stages, but I wanted to just invite you guys onto this journey with me um, as I, uh, you know, just really try try to do this thing, you know, try to do this thing the right way. I have been really inspired by folks like Eric Thomas, the hip hop preacher, and um, listen to his podcast and his crew. And I am um, trying to soak up everything I can. Uh, him, Tony Robbins, and there's so many others um, as well. And I'll be sharing some of the things that I have uh, got from them with you guys, uh, my own different spin on it. I feel like I have a way of kind of, you know, making the theory more practical and, you know, kind of walking you through that. Um, I would love to also kind of just, you know, just share with you all of that, all the journey, everything that is going on uh, with me. I'm trying to be um, more vulnerable when it comes to those things because I realize that there's a lot of growth in that. Um, so I'm excited about the growth. Uh, so thank you all for listening uh, to my first uh, official podcast. Um, if you could um, rate the show, um, comment. Um, I believe that the podcast now is available on all different types of uh, forms. So as you do that, uh, specifically with an Apple, if you're able to um, rate and view an Apple I believe that that is uh, a really good thing. But we're everywhere, as far as I know. Um, and I'm still new to this, so I'm, I might even be saying the wrong thing right now. <laughs> so I'll figure it out at some point. Uh, charge it to my mind and not my heart. Um, and with that, I thank you guys all for listening. Um, see you guys, or talk to you guys soon.